the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Welcome to the show. This is another episode of The Boys of Tech. This one is episode 321 for Wednesday, the 11th of March, 2015. Wednesday evening, in fact, we gather here because the studio lost its internet uh, following a storm. I don't know if the two were related, but uh, certainly the (laughs) lightning flash and the thunderclap were very, very, very almost instantaneous, really. So uh, I'm putting the two and two together. So anyway, my name is Edwin Herman. I'm here in the studio with internet, finally, and uh, I'm joined over a Skype connection by my co-host, Brett King. Welcome to the show, Brett. Hey, hey. Hey, so it's Wednesday Wednesday evening. We're recording this. Uh, hopefully mm. we'll uh, have this released uh, Thursday. So as I say, it's, as I mentioned earlier, it's a little bit different from our usual schedule. But Indeed. We, we I, ha- I am pleasantly full of food instead of being without food. Yeah, and actually I should have poured myself a glass of wine. Uh, <laughs> I might do that between a couple of the stories. But for now, let's kick off. People are going to expect us to talk about Apple's event. So let's go over what they announced and we'll cover some of the other stories that we would have normally covered on on Monday morning for the week just been. So Apple held an event and there were a few announcements made. First of all, they gave a little update as to how the company's doing and how Apple Pay's doing and uh, the notebook market is doing. In fact, their notebook, the notebook market, the worldwide notebook market dropped 2% year on year, the MacBook uh, has uh, the Apple's notebook market, uh, the Mac- MacBook range, have gone plus 20%. Apple's reaching 99% customer satisfaction, which is unheard of. And Apple Pay is doing very well with Coke. Uh, recently announced 40,000 Coke vending machines will support Apple Pay, soon to be 100,000. But the main announcement was, of course, the Apple Watch. Uh, Brett has said he doesn't really want to talk about that story. Nope. We'll acknowledge a range of watches have been announced, uh, which is no surprise because they gave us a preview that that was coming. Uh, this is the announcement saying, okay. Uh, Indeed. It, we knew all about watches. Yeah. We, we, yeah well. Watches are old thing. They're a dime a dozen. There's so <laughs> many smart watches out there. There are. Uh, okay. So, Will, I, I'm going to, I'll talk a few things about the, uh, mention a few things about the watch, the Apple Watch a little bit later on, but uh, let's move on and talk about the, the MacBook. So Apple re- released a brand new MacBook. It's a little bit different to its traditional line. And the way someone's described it is, and I think this is kind of accurate, it fits somewhere between your traditional laptops and an, a, an iPad tablet device. This thing is ultra thin. It's thinner than the... Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Didn't we have something like that? Wasn't it Wasn't it like, what did we, we called it something? What was it called? Netbooks. Netbooks. And didn't Steve Jobs say something about Apple never making a netbook? I'm pretty sure Steve Jobs said something about Apple would never make a netbook. So what you're saying is they've made a netbook. I haven't got all his quotes here with me. I, I can't confirm that, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But it's thinner. Oh, I'm pretty sure he did. It's thinner than the Apple, the, the, uh, the, the previous uh, MacBook Airs. And it is... 
in fact, it's that thin. They've re-engineered the whole thing. It does feature one port. And if you had to choose one port, which would it be? How about this? A port that lets you charge your laptop. It's also USB, DisplayPort, HDMI, and VGA all rolled into one. And it's reversible. So you'll never get it around the wrong way. Indeed. Now, Brett, that comes USB-C. with... USB-C. The, the, the lazy USB. Yeah, the lazy USB. That we USB. talked about yeah. ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this, the USB itself, the USB-C is, it's, this is not Apple. I mean, Apple were, were part, one of the many parties who helped develop this, but lots of companies were on the, uh, on this, uh, on this project for, for the mm-hmm. USB-C. It's now in this, uh, new MacBook, which, and you'll see more and more non-Apple devices as well adopting USB-C standard. Indeed. The main Indeed. criticism though, and I think uh, I'm going to put some of these, the, these words in your mouth because I know where you're going to go with this, Brett. The main criticism is that it only has the one port. Indeed. Well, no, it, it, technically it has two ports. It's got the USB-C connector and then it's got a headphone port. Yeah, yeah okay, all right. <laughs> but yes, it has one connector. So out of the box, when you've shelled out your 1000 US dollars for this new Apple netbook, I mean MacBook, you will get it and the charging cable, which means if you are going to want to charge it, you can't have anything else plugged into it unless unless you buy, shell out another 80 bucks to buy one of their split dongles for that port. So you plug the dongle in and then you can plug the charger into one of the connectors and then you've got another single connector to, to plug something into, which means that if you actually want to have anything else plugged into it, you're going to have to get another conf- adapter to plug into that connector to allow you to plug anything else into it. So It's brilliant. So, Brett... It means wh- you get this nice, thin, light thing to just slip in somewhere, and then you've got to have another bag for all of your adapters and dongles to plug into the damn thing. But, Brett, what, what decade are we in? We, everything's wireless. No, it's not. Edwin, is, is your external hard drive wireless? Why would I need an external hard drive? Everything's in the cloud. Really? Really? Well, not everything, but but when I when of I course, need... of course, of oh, course. Wait, 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 wait. No, let me take a step back here. I am. We are talking about an Apple device here, and they do want you to have everything in the cloud, and I do mean everything because some of the other things which are talked about for this particular MacBook to make it so thin absolutely every component is soldered to the board. The RAM is soldered directly to the board. The hard drive, the SSD hard drive, is soldered directly to the board. Mm, a little bit if like any a little bit single like thing fails, the entire board must be replaced. If any single thing fails, you are without your laptop until it's fixed. You are without your data or anything else until it's fixed. Unless, of course, you've got dongles and stuff that allow you to plug in an external hard drive. So, so Brett, that, that you'd apply or if that, you back stuff yeah. up to the cloud. And obviously, mm. as we know, the cloud is totally secure. No cloud service on the planet has ever been hacked. iCloud, for instance, has never so, had so, any So, Brett, you have the same criticism for all other tablets as well, right? Pardon? You have the same sort of criticism for tablets out there, for including oh, Asus and all of them. I do. But I've never had those criticisms for a laptop because a laptop is a laptop. No, I think this this is where I think everything's changing now. 
No, 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 no. The post PC era, and we're almost going post laptop era now. This, this is, it's, uh, see, it's, it's still it's where I think you're wrong. Well, and, that and, might be where they're wanting to push us because by doing that, we put our data into the cloud, and so and suddenly our data is no longer. You don't our data. have to. You can have a wireless NAS at home. Doesn't when I say the cloud, it doesn't have to be the public cloud. It can be your private cloud. It can be your, your indeed your NAS because. At home. We've just had this amazing new USB protocol, which provides a well. Actually, the USB-C connector is still what USB three point three point well, it's three point one, but it's still the same throughput as three point But it's still a significant boost in transfer speed than the best wireless. Granted, yeah, that's true. I, and I don't if know, you are I, doing I think, a lot I, of data transfer then you're going to want to plug something directly in. Now, Brett, you're, but it still you're does not get to, over the fact yeah. that if any single thing on this device fails, you are going to be without everything because the whole thing has to go away. Sure, sure, like a phone, like a, like a tablet. Brett, exactly. you, know, you, also, exactly. you also have to remember that you're being given a choice here. First of all, in the Apple range itself, it is one of several products that you may call laptops. Uh, and the other thing is, of course, that no one has to buy this device at all anyway. The, the point is, it has, it has a niche. And I, well, think I, it's an inc- I think it's an increasing niche they, I think in they're this once decade. again trying to make a niche for their, for their new netbook. Because it's significantly less powerful than last generation MacBooks. It is, in fact, equivalent in power, in processing power, to 2012's MacBook Air. So it's not re- it's not an upgrade. It is a it is a downgrade as far as a MacBook power goes. So what they're trying to do here is people who would normally buy a MacBook will instead have to buy a MacBook Pro if they want the same level of usability and power. Hmm. Well, I, I to be to be quite honest though, Brett, I think I, I think this again, is where the world is going. Everything is going up. into uh, wireless. I mean, you can even now connect your wireless Beats headphones. And people are, you know, more things are are being, you know, wireless printing, wireless internet. I know, and God, yeah, there's no such thing as a saturation of the spectrum, especially when you talk about, let's say, community places. Let's talk a university, for instance. There is no way that there's going to be interference between all of your wireless devices attempting to connect to things because we don't already see that. In lecture theatres and such forth. Yeah, look, you're not wrong, but what I'm saying is that it, it, it is where things are going, and so they. I know, so, but so, nobody's considering the pitfalls <laughs> of it. You take, say, in the Apple sphere, if you like, if I want to, if 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 I want to send you uh, and an, another Apple user a file for years now, we haven't been putting them onto a USB key, copying them across, giving you the USB key, you know, handing it over to you, and then you copy it across. I just hit airdrop and push a button and it goes across. There's less, I'm not saying there's no, but I'm saying there's less need for peripheral ports. Less, I think not, there not is still need for more than just none. More, well, more, more than the one and or no, no, charge. None. You've also got to remember that most people will be having this thing plugged into the power most of the time. Yeah, but when you are using an external device, it's generally for a short time, you, depending on what it is, of course, you, you, you unplug it, uh, the charger that is, plug in your device, do what you no, need to do. I and think then it's go just back a move to make more people buy the more expensive MacBook Pros. Mm, maybe. They're also, uh, they're, what are they doing to their MacBook Air line? 
The whole yeah, point well, of MacBook yeah. Air was mm. it was supposed to be the ultra thin, ultra portable, ultra weak um, device. But it, 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 what is it now? Well, what niche does it have when they've turned the MacBook into that? Yeah, I, I'm kind of surprised. I don't. Yeah. I, I really do not get what their what their roadmap is for these devices. Yeah, I'm, I must admit the one thing I haven't quite worked out is why this isn't, if you like, another ver- another branded the MacBook Air. Indeed. Why was this but, not but the, the, but the evolution MacBook, of the MacBook yeah, Air line? The, the, why is it the evolution of the MacBook line? Yeah, the only thing I can see that the MacBook line was supposed to be their middle, you know, their their regular user laptop. Yes. Yep. And instead, they've turned it into a a niche which Steve Jobs said they would never get into, wedging between tablets and an actual laptop. The MacBook Airs have i5s and i7s in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so more powerful processors. Yeah, more yeah, more powerful. And so I, but you're right. It seems like the two the two markets for these product, the MacBook Air and the new MacBook, seem to be sort of, uh, you know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that in, in the two in the two areas. But yeah. you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, I just this- do not get it. But <laughs> it, it doesn't matter whether or not I get it or the vast majority of people get it. There are enough people in this world who will shell out a thousand dollars for a netbook. <laughs> Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, I I, I think it 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 appeals to a lot of people. To well, a certain segment of of people, I wouldn't mind one. Um, I'm not going to necessarily go and buy one. I I'll say that now. But if I was offered one, I wouldn't turn it down. Yeah, but how would you use it, Ed? You you look what you use your your computer for. What do you plug into it? Quite a few things. How would you plug those into yeah, this? That, it's a different use case, so it's like saying. Well, yeah, but once how again, would you use your phone why would you not instead just use an iPad? If all you want is something with a really good screen that allows you to watch media. Uh, yeah, well, it depends. Because if you're taking the, notes, the reports to- are that the the keyboard on this thing is quite atrocious to type on. Does not give you the tactile response that is pleasing to the fingers. It's supposed to give you a better tactile response. Actually, every report I have read so far, and I've read three reviews so far, have said that the keyboard is a big failing. Well, the- they really like the new tactile, the 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 pseudo tactile touchpad. There's been rave reviews about that. Oh yes, I was going to mention that, which has got but the little feedback. Every yep. review has said the negative is this keyboard, which just does not give you the feedback you well. You, you know, you know what. I think, I think and it's it's I, these comments. I, I, really I think these liked comments the can't come. Chiclet keyboards that Max had. Look, I think these these comments come in the same way that when the tablets first came out, or at least were first made popular thanks to the iPad, people were claiming, you know, oh, it's horrible to type on. Do people still moan about that? No, they yes. don't. Yeah, people still do moan that it's horrible to type on. That's why they buy a Bluetooth keyboard. That's why there are so many Bluetooth keyboards available. And this is where I think this will fill that niche. You're not writing essays, but you're writing notes. You, you wouldn't write a book on that. Uh, absolutely, I wouldn't write a book on that. But I would write notes. I would go take it to a meeting and make some notes. Like, you know, John said, we'll ch- check Yeah, but that's what iPads are, are used for in enterprise. Well, and, and iPads and to varying degrees. And they're significantly cheaper. Yeah, yep. Because this thing is like a thousand, and they're, they're lighter too. What what's lighter? Hmm? Sorry, what's lighter? The iPad. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this runs, of course, Mac OS ten. Uh, iPad runs iOS. 
Indeed. But for the usage examples that you were making, the iPad is, is equivalent. The iPad has some really good note-taking apps on it. Well, okay, so you're saying that you don't see a niche for this? Or you, or you there will do. be people who buy it. That's a given. But I don't see a niche that was not already filled by one of their other products. Okay, so that's a fair comment. Now, if Samsung and Acer and Asus and the, the others, HP, come out with a similar product, your comments would remain? Um, they already have similar products, except significantly cheaper. No, no, no one's got a, a laptop that thin that runs a full OS <laughs> with a keyboard. Yeah, but oh. we're talking a full OS on what is essentially an incredibly low-power processor. So it is... There are tons but, but you, so 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 your 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 comments your comments would apply to to all brands in in that same niche yeah hmm? your, your it's it's only benefit is that it's it's super light but what I'm asking you is those comments you'd apply to pretty much that whole niche right that whole form factor yeah okay there is there's already a glut of 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 you know. They won't be as light or as small. But if what you want is something low-powered and light and small, there are tablet devices out there to fill that niche. Mm. And I, as you did mention you can have the keyboards that... that and you can get keyboards... Dock in wirelessly really or not. nice yeah. keyboards to type on that give you a full... You know, tactile experience. Mm. You just lose a little bit of portability with that. That's the thing. I mean, this thing you can just take with you on, on the road under you know, in your hand. Yeah, but once again, even the really crappy battery that you get in tablet devices these days will last longer than the nine hours of web usage that you'll get from the MacBook. If you want a super thin, super small form factor, low power device, get a tablet. If you want a super thin, super small, um, light, actual laptop, then there are tons of ultrabooks out there that are all designed about packing power into a small form factor. But they talk about packing power into a small form factor. But all right, once again, <laughs> there will be people who, who buy it. Okay. All right, let's see what else. I just see it, it has so many, so many drawbacks packing it into this tiny little thing and charging $1,000 for it. All right, all right, you said it. Let's see what else was announced. The other announcement was there's a small upgrade to Apple TV, uh, HBO. In fact, the entire collection, past, present, and a commitment to, for future con- HBO content is now On being served HBO's up. new streaming service, HBO Now, yeah. HBO Now, yeah, I should say, yeah, yeah is now being offered through the Apple TV. Mm-hmm. And they dropped the price of Apple TV. Oh, yes, they dropped it from, that's right, thanks, Brett, 99 US to, was it 69, I think? 69 US, hmm. yeah. Yep. That's cool. Right. I was, I, actually, I, you said that's cool because my next question was, okay, that's pretty much the announcements. Was there anything positive, Brett? Uh, that was one? In it? Well, a lot of it was, was confusing. Their, their whole, what they're doing with their whole MacBook, MacBook Air, MacBook Pro line, I, I don't get. Um, yeah, and we've said I that. was yep. disappointed by a lot of the things that the new MacBook was because, yeah, Everybody expects an upgrade, not a downgrade. And this new MacBook, its only new thing 
is everything's soldered on, so everything has to be replaced as one if anything breaks. Uh, it's really thin and it's lighter. Uh, everything else about it is a downgrade. <laughs> I, I, I see it as a shift, Brett. I see it as a shift. Not an upgrade, not a downgrade. It's a shift. You're trading, you're trading one thing for another. Yeah, but if you but if you were a previous MacBook user, you would not buy this new MacBook and, and because might, your and current might be MacBook fine. is more powerful and has more connectivity. And than I this think, new Brett, coming so if you wanted to upgrade, yeah, but when you look at use you would case, need to it, it, actually move to MacBook Pro, and that's or fine. That's whatever they're doing with the air, and that's maybe the right choice for some people. But I didn't actually read what they were doing with the new Airs. They've upgraded the processors to i5s and i7s. That's it. Uh, Well, that's the only thing I picked up. Um, Okay. Yeah, that's the only thing I picked up. Um, The watch. You don't want to talk about the watch. No, I don't want to talk about the watch. You've refused. There are better watches, smart watches out there, hardware-wise. It's the the reviews that I've seen about it. One of them was what the greatest feature of this of the Apple Watch is its design. And you know what? That was the standout. The standout feature of the Apple Watch is its design. Nothing else about it is any better or worse than the plethora of smartwatches that are already out there. It's a piece of jewelry, just like a what a regular classical watch is. If it doesn't appeal to you in its design and its aesthetics, it's not going to be worn. It's yeah. got it's got to be both. It's got it's got. To- I personally think several of the other smartwatches out there look prettier. <laughs> I'll tell you one, you know what, I'll tell you one that I, I don't like, and I have seen it, and I think you know where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours was wearing one. And I don't know, I'm not talking about the technical features at all, because I haven't, I, I'll declare this now, I have not played with, with the interface, if you like. But looking at it, it was very long, so someone with small wrists, it would kind of jut out, and it was thick. That to me is immediate failure. The Apple Watch, and there are some others as well, in the same factor. Um, what's that one that has the e-looking screen? Uh, I forget the Pebble. The Pebble. The Pebble. The Pebble. The Apple Watch, and there's a couple of others that I've seen. I think have the correct form factor. I don't know. Uh, the, the Samsung one that this, I saw. I can't. I don't know which model that was. I think I, that I, was. I don't know which version of the Gear, but it's a Gear. Right, one of the gear ones. Unless you've got a a fairly a substantial sized wrist, it's it it's not going to look right in in my opinion. Mm. But I quite like the look of it. It looks more futuristic than the you know other smartwatches that attempt to mimic the design of a regular wristwatch. Mm. And I guess that comes down to personal taste. I mean, the thing is, and with, I think with, the larger with, with screen the Apple, makes with, it more usable. Because you've got to remember, this is a, a tiny screen, you know, watches are tiny screen devices, mm. and people have big fingers. Mm. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to be pulling I, I, out I a think... stylus every time you want to do <laughs> no, something on, no, you your, don't. on your wrist. No, you don't. But, you know, you I think, I do think, I, I do think, your fingers. I do think it's got to look good, and also the sort of watch you would wear on an evening out to, say, a cocktail party, versus a watch you might wear when you're out jogging, versus one that you wear at work, maybe three different types of watches or different looks. and So you want to buy three different smart watches? No, but you can perhaps buy different bands that, that, uh, that fit that. And then, of course, the UI is customizable. Um, but having said that, 
in pre in decades prior, people have had multiple watches. I have two watches. I have a, a Swiss watch, which I wear on certain occasions, and I have a Japanese digital watch, which I wear on other occasions. Now, to be fair, and I'll give you this one, Brett, those two watches total a lot less than, say, one smartwatch. But, you know, uh, you have to compare apples with apples. Uh, I mean, you know, you, you can't compare a, uh, a Casio digital watch in terms of functionality and say, oh, well, it's a lot cheaper than the Apple watch. No, but you can compare the Apple watch to any of the other smartwatches. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, look, uh, people are, you know, one of the comments I've seen is that the, the smartwatches so far have not taken off. And the question that this analyst has, and they're not saying, yes, it will or no, it won't, but the, the question that they've put forward in their article is, will the Apple Watch spark the start of mass adoption of smart watches in general? Well, Apple Watch's only audience is current or future owners of iPhones. Correct. So it's how many iPhone users would have a watch and look at that instead of reaching into your pocket to pull out your phone. All right, well, let's... let's so I guess if you've gone and purchased <laughs> one of Apple's iPhone 6 Pluses and so your phone is not actually in your pocket, it's in a bag somewhere, uh, you might want a watch so that you can use your phone. All right, look, so uh, the, 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 Apple, the Apple watches are available in a range of sizes and a range of styles and they have, of course, announced a very uh, elaborate one that costs a lot of money and you don't want to talk about that one. No. You don't want me to mention it? No. <laughs> okay, Brett's spoken. We won't mention a $10,000 gold watch. Right, uh, now, Apple has also released... We'll move on to other stories, right? Apple's released a... Uh, a the We talked about this last week, actually, the Freak Bug. So they've released a, an update for Apple TV, iOS devices, and Macs, and that now fixes the bug there. And the other news, of course, is that uh, Windows was also susceptible. It was first thought that it only affected Apple devices and Android devices. Yes, and they realized it also affected Microsoft devices, and Microsoft also have released a patch for it. So. They have indeed. Have you applied that patch? Yes. Good lad. <laughs> so the patch that Apple has put out, mm. right, fixing OS X, Apple TV, and iOS, mm. Do, is there a patch for those iOS devices that can't run iOS 8? Because 8.2 that was released, that's got the, the security update in it. Yeah, but, uh, that's actually I, a for very... instance, have an, an iPhone 4, and it can't run iOS 8. Are they going to update iOS 7 with a patch for this vulnerability? That's a very, very good question. Or are they going to leave all of us hanging? Because I can't see anywhere anything that mentions that there's an iOS 7 one. Was iOS 7 vulnerable? I suppose it was, right? Yeah, all are. All of them are. And iOS 7, is is that still support? Are they still releasing stuff for it? I mean, I guess that's what it might come down to. I mean... I... Well, really, they would have to because they've still got a significant number of iPhone users who have iPhone 4s and 4Ss. 
they are still a significant market share. Mm. Well, that's a very, very good question. I'm glad you raised it because I, I don't know the answer to that. Maybe someone who's listening know knows the answer. I, I, I can't see it on iTunes. Doesn't yeah. tell me. <laughs> I can't see it online either. So maybe someone in the audience knows, and uh, perhaps they can leave a message at boysoftech.com. But I'm glad you raised that, Brett. Let's just take a short break. When we come back, uh, one very, very quick mention of a, a Kiwi company, which in fact we had on the show some episodes ago. So uh, don't go away. We'll talk about that right after this. Hey, welcome back. Now, Brett, you know, some months, years maybe ago, I, I can't even remember, we had Hengji Wang on the show. He was representing a software company, Notable. Do you remember that? The the software that lets uh, students collaborate, collaborate on PDFs. Yeah. Yeah, on, on, yeah, course material, uh, usually, as you said, in PDF format, via their, their software as a service cloud-based system. So the, I've just uh, seen a story there. They have gained some investment. Um, they, the, I think this, it's not. They haven't disclosed how much. I don't think, but they've. No, no, they haven't. They've apparently got. Um, I think it was their third round of seeking investments, and uh, yeah, they've they've got uh, they've got what they asked for yeah, in raising quite capital. Quite a few investors interested by the look of it. They have. So they're doing very very well. Yeah, excellent, and they're still there. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's probably the most important point, Brett. It's actually. still the the three university students who've who started it up are yeah. still there. That's right, major shareholders. Now, by the way, I've just looked, been sold I've wholesale gone, to somebody else. Yeah. Now I've gone through the the episode list. It's episode one hundred and eighty five, back in September two thousand and twelve, two and a half years ago. Hengji Wang and Jordan Toms talked to us about their note-sharing app called Notable. So that's episode 185. So that's still going, as you said, Brett. That's, the I think, the most important thing because so many... Yeah, so many startups that have potential just get bought out by somebody else. Or they just give up or... Oh, yeah. Or they fails just for other reasons, they yeah. They have stuck to it. They've now got some funding to pursue new avenues, branch out into, you know, the US market and uh, other international markets. That's good on them. Yeah, good on them. So Hingji and Jordan and the rest of the crew, well done. And uh, yeah, there's a free plug for Notable. <laughs> All right, and on that note, look, let's uh, end episode 321. Brett, I want to thank you very much for co-hosting, despite the fact that you wouldn't let me talk about the Apple Watch fully. Not a problem. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, thanks everyone for listening. See you again next time. Till then, goodbye. Ciao.